on, Dante. Ah, there's the bridge. There's the bridge. Wonder if that's the path. <laughs> Weak bridge. It's a funny name for a bridge. <laughs> Dante, come on. So slow. Hello everybody, welcome back to the show. Um, part two, I guess, of what I was doing last week. And I'm already lost. This must be the trail. But there's no signs, so I'm just randomly wandering around. I guess it's not that way because that way is blocked off is it blocked off yeah looks like it so at the minute i feel like i'm heading in the wrong direction which i'm probably not but it feels like it because the place i actually want to go is behind me but the walk is leading me this way which is precisely 8 27 a.m. on Boxing Day and it's cold it's a lot colder than it has been and what I'm doing is I'm about to walk a very small section of the Pennine Way which is a a trail that starts in Edale Derbyshire and ends on the Scottish borders I think it's 460 summit miles which is a long way to walk and it's lots of uphill and difficult uh, difficult sections but hopefully it will be worth it where I'm going anyway I'm going to walk up this incline before I talk because it'd be steep so I'll see you when I get to the top So I'm on a more or less level bit now, in fact I can move now that I've warmed up a bit, move me microphone down a bit. There. Oh my goodness, my gloves have got holes in. How's that? Um Yeah, so I've been here before, I've just not done this particular trail usually. What I do when I come here is I walk up the valley and hang out by the stream, river, whatever. But this time I'm walking up on the hills because it's sunrise and it's Boxing Day and it's a beautiful sunrise. It's happening just over the hill there, but I can see it's like fires of Mordor. I can see the orange under the clouds. 
makes me sad I'm not shooting colour film but I'm not I've still got the Delta 400 I'm hoping for some really nice light on the landscape here as the sun starts to get up ultimately my goal is to get to Lado Rocks which is uh, on this trail whether I do that or not is up to uh, how unfit I am but we'll see it's a lovely trail very uh, wintry that the gates are frozen the gates frozen shut it's okay I've got it yeah this is a a common trail for hikers and walkers and you always see people walking on here and there's just lovely views down into the valley and across to the rocks and I can already see the light breaking over the hills there oh, this place is going to be beautifully lit in about an hour's time and because it's winter um, the sun's never really going to get very high so I'm not really going to get that harsh downward light and anyway according to the weather it's going to rain this afternoon so I'm probably going to get a bit wet but I should be on my way back by then and I'll be knackered <laughs> so yeah it's a case of uh, walking around on this trail looking for interesting things and I've been very careful about when I came out because the weather over the past couple of you days has been pretty horrendous not bad just rubbish for photographing um, basically I went out on Thursday which was last episode and I got fogged in and usually fog would be you know amazing but on that day it was uh, rubbish it just took everything oh no Oh no, unbelievable, there's a huge cloud, exactly where the sun is supposed to be, and it's cutting off all that lovely light, it's okay, it might be, it might be going away, yeah, so for the past few days, I mean it's been Christmas, so I've not wanted to go out, it's basically been white skies, just white, no texture, no detail, nothing. But today, it's actually, you know, cloudy. There was a bit of a storm yesterday, squall, Christmas rain. And uh, yeah, today it's, uh, well, last night it broke. And it's rolling in again, there's another one. But that rolling in is where all the interesting detail in the sky is. So hopefully I'm going to get some something like that I need this cloud to bugger off fortunately it's moving quite fast so I might get some interestingness the problem is the uh, the walk up to the rocks is all uphill but when I get there it's quite a marvellous view down the valley 
<sighs> so we'll see, that's the state of play anyway. I'm looking for nice light, interesting skies, really see what this Delta film can do. And of course, brought Dante out on a merry run. I'm not convinced about this. That one cloud may be ruining everything. It's so hard to predict because the weather says it's going to be uh, cloudy with some sun. And that's exactly what it's going to be. Just not the kind of sun that I wanted. Because you don't just want sun. That's rubbish. You want sun with clouds, you know? I mean, there is light. It's not like there isn't any. But most of it's too dark and too flat. Unfortunately, I believe this film's quite contrasty. And there's lots of contrasting elements in the landscape here. But there's not a lot of separation between foreground and background. And that's what I really need this light for. So hopefully that cloud will clear a little bit and give me some, uh, you know, definition. It's French. Yes, I've got the, uh, the two lenses, the 28-70 and the 70-210, so I can uh, see everything. I did consider getting a all-in-one 28-300, but I believe the build quality of those is a bit ropey. And while it would be easier, just carrying around the one lens. Don't necessarily think it would be that good, really. Just checking on the clouds and the sun. <coughs> Lovely colours today. Very nice. Everything's got a kind of a orangish glow. To it, which is delightful. Right, what I'm going to do since I've breathed at you for 10 minutes is uh, just keep walking and I'll tell you when something happens and I stop. I don't think anything's going to happen for a little bit. I mean, it did say it was an hour walk to get to these rocks. So I've got a little bit of a, a little bit of time to go before I get there, but this landscape I mean, is just marvellous. I've only ever seen it from down in the valley. I've never really come up onto the tops here. I've always taken the strange finder down there and done some interesting strange finder shots, but this is a whole different environment up here. There's trees and rocks and it's uh, it's tempting to just take the thing out and take a load of pictures but because it's a fairly common trail I feel like I'm going to fall into the trap of 
fucking dull images. But then I am just seeing what this film can do, so don't suppose that matters too much. You see, my goal with all this is uh, to pick a good film for Sky. That's where it really counts. <coughs> this is quite a nice image actually, off the path. I'm going to do this. It's lit really nicely from above. So, this will be a good test to see how the uh, film renders dimly lit subjects that are lit from a very textured sky. Dante, come here! So, I've got the 210 lens on at the minute, I'm going to need to change it. And that, I think that's going to be useful later when I get up on the top and when I'm walking back because there'll be light in all the valley then and I'll be able to see down into it from where I am. So, let me just take the lens off and then swap it for the, uh, the little zoom. I've got a circular polarizer. Which I bought, which I might just try. Okay, so this is the OM10. I'm going to zoom out. Let's try 35. Let's try 28 now. 35 is better. Crop it a little bit. So I want the path in there, I want the trees in there, I want a bit of the background in there. That's pretty good. I'm going to focus on. So I'm going to focus on infinity, I think. What's the meter saying? Eighth of a second. What am I at? F11. Let's do F8. I don't really need all that depth of field. Focus to infinity, so it doesn't really matter. So this is the path, and some nice trees, and then the uh, hills in the background are really nice. And what I'll do is do one landscape. And then one, uh, I've just done one portrait, not landscape. I do one in landscape orientation. This is actually quite nice. Although I do need to, oh, the path's right in the middle now. And if I move to the side a little bit. Sorry Dante. That's better. Now the path's not directly central. The only problem is I'm losing some of that lovely sky. Okay. There we go. <coughs> I have to say, the light is going to be amazing today. I kind of don't want to put the camera away, but I have to because I need to keep walking. But I'm going to put it in that special... I should have brought the strap so I could keep it around my neck. I'm an idiot. I'm going to keep it in that special side pocket. This bag's got a lovely side pocket where you can just reach in and grab stuff. So it makes life a little bit easier. It's meant for your mirrorless sort of DSLR, but I tend to use it for my spot meter, which I still need to buy batteries for, and uh, other things that I use quite regularly. That light in the clouds has just vanished all of a sudden. What a wonderful moment that I've just uh, managed to capture. I'm glad I stopped. And yeah, I'm no longer worried about the light. That cloud is uh, shifting. By the time the sun gets above it there, it's going to be... Whew, this whole valley is going to be 
like a fireworks display. I mean, even now, it's lit from the cloud above and it's just, it's such a weird light. It's really quite something. And I've got silver birches down there, which will be good. The only problem is, it'll be better when I get around the corner up here because the light will be dark in some areas and obviously brighter in others. And therefore, I'll be able to get some interesting dynamic shapes and patterns. Oh, I have missed doing this. I have been, I don't want to say unmotivated, no, I've not been motivated, I've been unenthusiastic for so long, months, ever since I came back from the sky really, mainly because I'm just really tired, but uh, this, this is uh, incredible. I, um, I spent a bit of time yesterday, got a notepad and started mapping out what I wanted to do next year, so for my uh, growls episode which I haven't recorded yet. And yeah, I've uh, come up with lots of places I want to go on Sky, probably too many. And lots of places I want to go here. I wanted to do all these last year, but I didn't, and I should have done. And now I'm, I don't regret it, but I kind of do. Although I need to stop thinking about that, I need to start thinking there's lots of time to do these things, you don't need to rush it all. They ain't going anywhere. So, yeah, I've got a good list and I've got lots of 35mm film to try before um, May when I need to order it all. I got some nice things for Christmas, I got uh, some rolls of medium format FP4 and HP5, which is good because I don't think I'm going to be doing much colour next year. In fact, my chemicals are pretty old and I'm probably going to use those up this uh, winter. With the couple of rolls I've got, I don't intend to be doing that much colour, really. I'm definitely feeling the black and white vibe. This light is just unbelievable. <laughs> he says, he says, I don't think I'm doing much colour, but then sitting here wishing that he was shooting colour. These two rocks are uh, rather nicely lit. Shame about the background, oh, background's not too bad. The, uh, the stream in the background is really lovely and snaky and hopefully there'll be a shot soon. When I was looking at the map for this walk I noticed that uh, it passes over a little ginnel in the hillside and hopefully there'll be a new waterfall location although I did find a pretty cool waterfall here last year if you remember. It was a uh, bit of a mad scramble. But there's cliffs and all sorts here which are really nice. <coughs> okay so these two rocks in the foreground 
are good and the light is just about to break over the hill but I need to be a little bit closer because the light coming over the hill over there is it's just glancing on the top of the hill but these two rocks are going to make a fantastic foreground subject so I'm going to focus on those there's water coming off the hills over there focus on those they're right in the largest bit of the frame in the bottom then I'm going to get off the heather because I don't want any camera shake I'm at 28 millimeters and I'm just going to wait and see what the light does because it's trying its best over there so I'm going to get off the heather and then see if the light advances down that hillside a bit more because the sky behind it is really dark so it'll make a lovely lovely uh, composition the the light is just on the top of the hill now I don't know how far much further down it's going to go in fact it looks like it might be disappearing so I'm going to take the shot and then what frame am I in? oh oh no I'm on frame 7 I'm running out of film <laughs> I have to say that is a that is a novelty about these uh, 35 millimeter images I've been doing. The amount of frames you get, I'm just not used to it. I mean, I would probably have passed this by if it was a different camera, like the Bronica or the Strangefinder, because there was no guarantee of hitting it. But With this, I can take a couple of frames. It really doesn't make a difference. All the light, the light has completely gone off the foreground now. <laughs> yeah, I'm plunged into darkness again. So I'm going to move on, move right along. The clouds are so changeable. They really are. There you go, Dante. We're going now. I'm going to run out of treats if you have one every time we stop. Yeah. The light is so changeable. Now it's like nothing has happened and I'm just in the dark. <clears throat> because a cloud has once again moved in front of the sun. I'm convinced that it will be fine because the sky is that changeable and that's exactly what I want. I want a bit of change and as the sun starts to get higher those clouds are really going to make lovely dappled light patterns on the landscape here. So. I'm not concerned, it's going to be good. I just need to move on. The rocks I'm going to are there, far away, really high up. And the view from the view from the top of there is going to be incredible. So I'll probably see something else in a second, but I've talked a lot and I've taken three images. So I'm going to see you in a bit. Hi everyone, just a quick message here just to thank you for listening to the show and that every single listen and every single listener is 
massively appreciated. It really does warm my heart to know that so many people enjoy the show and enjoy hearing about mine and Dante's adventures in the world of photography. If you would like to support the show and contribute to buying film, buying chemicals, organising trips and equipment, then you can. The coffee page has got some more stuff going up on it and I'm going to be a little bit more active on that going forward. If you feel able to, buy me a coffee would go a long way to helping make the show possible. If you have any comments, questions or suggestions, you can get in touch by emailing tellsfromthemagicbox at outlook.com and of course all the images from the show are available to see on Instagram. Tales from the Magic Box podcast is the thing to search for. And if you really want to get in touch, Twitter is a great way to do it. You can message me or just join on one of my random chats that I put up there at TFTMB. I always enjoy hearing from people and it's great to know that the community is out there. As it stands right now, my zine is still for sale and I'm running a special offer at the minute. You can buy zine, Strange Finder in Oxford, which is images from my trip to Oxford last year. and. With the last nine zines available, there's only nine left, you can opt in to get a limited edition colour print from Scotland. There's two prints available, there's the red foam box and the rusty roof, so message me if you're interested in those. Details are on social media. Alright, let's get back to the adventure. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but that is the sound of a series of tremendous waterfalls. Small, but awesome. And it even looks like there's a way down. Now, I think these are the same waterfalls as the ones that I got further down, I do not know if I'm going to be able to make an exposure here because of all the weird things to happen, it started to snow. Yeah, believe it or not. I would not have believed it because the weather forecast told me no such thing. But uh, yeah, it's gone pretty dark and it's cloud over. It's going to clear. In fact, it's already started to clear. I can see it down the valley. Um, but it's so strange that it snowed. So I'm going to try and take a picture. Like I said, I don't know whether it'll actually work. We can only see. If I put it right on F22, I might just get a long enough time but it all depends whether I can get the tripod stable enough. <coughs> Having such a long frame does actually help. Right, so it's on the 30 of a second. If I put it right down and get it to a quarter of a second. So I don't suppose it matters where I focus. Quarter of a second will have to do. I'll pop the old cable release in. Right, here we go. Waterfall. Mind you, I've got that circular polarizer. What happens if I put that on? Because that'll knock it down by a couple of stops. 
some people reckon you should have this on all the time. I got this from the photography show. Amazingly, I found one that fit. And it is one of those where you twist it and it, uh, it changes things a lot. Yeah, that's taking it right down to one second. Which is good. I'm aware that I'm being followed. There's uh, more people coming up the trail, which I'd rather not correspond with them if I don't have to. So it's, uh, hey. Right, we're now on half a second. It's done nothing. Huh. Well, it'll slow the water a little bit. Right, so that's a little waterfall. I will definitely be coming back here with the strange finder because uh, I can't resist a waterfall. I didn't even change focal settings for that really, I just kind of went for it. Still, not really bothered. I don't think, uh, I don't think the light that I was expecting is going to be so amazing today. Because this uh, snowstorm came out of nowhere and has kind of obliterated the sky. <coughs> but as it warms up a bit it might dissipate Whoa. I'm just glad I'm not getting rained on because that would be worse wouldn't it Dante Doug? a lot worse right the uh, unfortunately I'm now at the bit where I have to climb and it's steep so I'm going to uh, make my move so I'll see you when I'm dead at the top of this so um, <laughs> this uh, this roll of film is cursed I think the snowstorm that's just passed through has completely obliterated the rocks that I'm on my way to see. So now I'm wondering if there's any point in actually going to the rocks. And it just so happens that I'm running out of battery for you guys. So I'm not convinced at all. I have just taken a shot looking down over the valley and I'm about to take another one of a couple of rocks that are here. We're at uh, f5.6 it's not that there isn't light because the kind of is it's diffused light it's gone back to that dull gray sky but uh, it's just annoying that this has happened again on two consecutive shoots I mean I could stick around and see if it brightens up and the fog clears but I honestly don't think it will I think this is it so I don't really know what to do, I'm going to just get to the top of this rise here, because I'm nearly at the top now, and uh, see what it looks like. Because it might be that there's some nice images up there of the rocks, and I'm still only on frame 13 or something ridiculous like that. So, I'm not going to go home empty-handed, but I'm going to be shooting this roll of film for weeks if I don't get a shift on. And uh, the weather has just lied to me. It said it was going to be patchy sun, and I mean, behind this fog and the snowstorm that's just blowing in, 
it is patchy there is sun there is blue sky and there is clearly light it's just not here again so I'm kind of miffed really a little bit annoyed that the two things I've tried to do and I was so excited to come out today but uh, it might be that I can't talk too much anyway because I'm on one little bar of battery and I was on full bars not too long ago I don't know I don't know what to think or what to do I mean, it's very pretty up here with the snow but not what I was looking for yeah it's all just fog and drudgery up here and now I'm above where all the trees are so not even a nice tree that I can stick in front of it it's just nothing oh. but I'm nearly at the top I'm nearly at the uh, classic view so I suppose I better just go there now right I'm convinced that uh, unless this blows over and I'm gonna hang around and see if it does there won't be much more to do today so maybe I'll see you for an image review if your battery holds up so I have reached uh, the rocks I was trying to get to got a lovely view over Black Hill over there which is also a part of the Pennine Way and I can see lots of nice paths and things down on the hills below me the, for the most part it seems to have cleared the uh, snowstorm has moved on and the fog has gone but the high cloud remains so there is no light and it's a shame because the foreground with the snow Dante ah, 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 come away from the edge you silly dog um, with the snow the rocks would make beautiful foreground and I could do those and then do the skies in the background but unfortunately um, it's not the lights just not happening I, I have stopped on the way up because it did start to snow again and there was a bit of uh, nice cloud movement in the in the background there were some lovely layers and things were looking good it's a shame because the clouds are really good today in terms of they look beautiful and they would do well as part of the background but the problem is it's that middle ground there's just no light on it so you'd have interesting foreground interesting background and then just a big thing of mud in the middle and it would not look very nice I mean there are textures there and I could dodge and burn them out but it's not good really so what I will suggest is I will come back on a better day probably a spring day when it's a bit warmer and um, the clouds will be a bit less intense because now moving but there's no way they're going to move far enough for the sun the sun's quite high up now it's uh, 
it's five past ten so you know it's been a couple of hours and it's not going to happen there's light very far away over there you can see all the way in Glossop it would be be great if I'd gone to some of the other Peak District locations but I didn't I came here and I'm glad I came here because it's very beautiful it's just not um, not very photogenic it is photogenic it's just not very you know easy to photograph I mean I could do something here with the rocks and the uh, I might just have a play with some of these rocks but it's not the kind of lovely early morning light kind of thing that I wanted there's even light over there which is very close to where I am but just not where I am <laughs> as is always the problem but it's been a nice hike and I'm very glad that I came even though I'm now very cold very cold precious yes <clears throat> so I'm going to hang around a little bit and freeze my nuts off I, like I said I did stop and take some pictures on the way up so I'm on frame 22 now I'm not trying to use this roll just for the sake of using it if I have to save them I have to save them but I did want to see what this film could do and uh, I'm interested to see um, the results so it looks like over there the light is uh, happening in the clouds be moving out of the way slowly but it looks like the snow's going to start up again which is a shame I'll tell you what I can hear the stream down there and it's moving real fast I wonder if I should try and head down the uh, obviously not down this bit of the hill because it's a sheer drop but whether I should head down and uh, try and go down to the stream but I don't think I will. I think what I'll do is I will. Uh, no, don't go there. I'll take a couple of pictures of Dante looking very cute. Dante, get away from that drop. If you go down there, you are going to fall and turn into dog paste. So I'm going to play with these rocks a little bit and see if the light happens. I'll wait around another 20 minutes or so. Okay, that cloud looks like it's trying to move out of the way. And then we'll see. So if anything happens. I will talk to you then. Okay, people, we're at the uh, we're at the very end of this now. I uh, I've reached the famous rock formations. I've set up my composition. I've taken a couple of frames in rubbish light, and now I'm just there's a gap in the clouds coming up. I don't think it's quite in the right place, but I'm hoping that it's just going to give me a bit of something. Um, so I've got big very impressive rocks on the right that are really nicely shadowed I just hope that there is enough shadow detail I'm considering trying to bracket this but I don't really know how to do it on this camera um, although I could use the exposure compensation dial am I supposed to have no, that's how it should be um, and I've got the river on the left and it looks like this gap in the clouds is hopefully going to be pretty good and I should get some some light Dante's decided to sit in my shot I hope I hope for some light if I get a bit of light now I can go home happy 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 Dante come over here 
I know where you want to go. Come over here, mister. Uh, sit, sit back down there. So I'm at 35 millimeters uh, f. What is it? Eight, because that's really good and sharp for this lens. Um, focus to infinity, so it'll give me good front to back sharpness. It should do. Not that I'm super bothered about that. Oh, looks like there's just one little cloud in the way. Come on, this gap in the cloud is not going to last long. The river's lit up. I just need the land to light up a little bit. Doesn't even need a lot, just a bit. And here it comes. There it is. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, wow. This is insane. What frame am I on? I'm going to use up all my frames here. Wow, the foreground's alive. This is what I came out here for. Oh, this is great. This is just great. getting harder and harder to wind on as I get to the end of this roll <laughs> but it's worth it I'm just gonna swing around and just get some of this hillside over here because it's glorious I'm gonna completely exclude the sky as well just uh, that's a rubbish shot let's go back to where I was before this is what I've been wanting all day Oh, brilliant. <sighs> wonder what happens if I zoom right in 70 millimeters. Yeah, that's good. Just make sure I'm focused on the river. The only problem is now the rocks in the foreground are completely lost to shadow, so it's a bit of a shame, but worth it for that light I'm very nearly at the end of the roll here I never do this, never just blast out a load of images right, I'm right back out at 28mm because I've got oh no, that was the last frame oh, I can't take another shot oh, do I put the Delta 100 in? I'm going to have to just to make sure I get this. By the time I've rewound, it's probably going to be over. Yeah, Delta 100 is my next roll. Right. I shouldn't have wasted all those frames earlier in the day. Right, Delta 400. Out. I think I've missed it now, you know. I think that's it. I think it's over. 
the sun's going to disappear any second. I did want to use this somewhere else, but the light's that good. And it'd be nice to compare the two different films. This is a novelty, isn't it? Right, that's on. Let's change this to 100. Let's put it back on auto. So I'm at 28 millimeters. This is now a hundredth of a second. The only thing is, I think it's going to be underexposed because the um, it's metering for the sky mainly. So what I'm going to do is put it into manual adapter mode. So I want I want more exposure so it was at what's it saying 125th so i'm gonna put it at 60th i've lost those lovely light beams now oh man i've never taken so many frames of the same thing that's nuts that's absolutely nuts <laughs> it's gonna be fun comparing those two right people i am Am I done? I don't know if I am done. No, I'm done. I need to stop now. <laughs> I've taken about 20 pictures of that. That might as well be shooting digital. Right, I'm going to put the camera in there so that I'm not tempted to get it out again because I do want to use that roll somewhere else. But I might use a few couple of frames on the way down. And that is it, I am done, I am going. I'm really glad the light came out for me. And I'm really looking forward to seeing this image. And I feel stupid for taking all those pictures. But I got what I wanted. Right, I will see you for the image review and I'm really looking forward to it, even though those Delta frames might not be in there. Okay, goodbye.
Um, hmm. <laughs> so, Lado Rocks. I actually cut a bit out of this one because I've just uh, editing it now. I've just discovered the moment that my microphone died. I did record a whole sort of five minute bit about the weather coming nice again and as I was walking back down the fog really came in and then as I got down into the valley again it, uh, it cleared up so it was a, a strange old day for weather but my microphone died and gave up. I've got a new one which should prove to be really good even though I've not used it yet. Um, but yeah, interesting that uh, I recorded, I got the exact moment that it died. I think it got wet and that was it. But it was a good trip and it felt like a proper trip, you know. Sometimes I go out and I feel like I'm just going out somewhere I really know very well and very easy to get around. That one felt like a proper trip. And so I feel like I've got proper pictures back from it. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 11 to look at which are really the best ones and this Delta 400 I don't know if I like it or not I mean it's performed but I don't know if I like it so a couple of these were higher resolution scans they look a bit better than um, you know normal and I've got a really nice one of Dante here sat on the snowy rock waiting patiently to go back down and he looks very old and grizzled there's a bit of grain but it doesn't detract too much from the image and yeah the quality is really good it looks really nice the background's nicely you know soft you can't really you can kind of tell we're on top of a big a big cliff but yeah it's uh i think scanning at a higher resolution is the key here because another one that i did a higher I think it was 3200 or 2400 I think it was twice as much as I normally do anyway two stops of scanning above and it does help so the one of the waterfall is really nice I didn't scan that high resolution that just has come out actually quite nice and I must go back there and photograph those waterfalls because they were pretty good um, only small but nice and yeah there's a nice flow through the image in the background background but the, the, the vegetation and the rocks around it look sharp and good and detailed and it's yeah I did manage to capture some softness and like I say it's quite a nice uh, leading line through the pictures I'm, I'm quite happy with that one uh, that one with the rocks and the light on the hillside it's okay I cropped it down to 4x5 um, it's okay yeah the rocks are pretty good and the the foliage in the foreground is quite nice. You can't really see the path though. I would have liked to make a bit more of the path leading up into the hills, but you can see the rocks where I ended up being, which is quite interesting. Uh, oh, that first one with the trees, it was a bit dull and I kind of probably shouldn't have taken it really, but it, you know, it's, it's a serviceable picture, I suppose. You can see the path a bit more on that one. That one probably would look better in different light conditions with the sun maybe behind me instead of when it was behind me maybe on the other side backlit trees or sidelit trees uh, maybe one for the uh, summer or autumn right so now we get to the top and I spent a lot of time up there 
faffing about and I photographed much of the same kind of thing. I've got a really nice one looking down into the valley. I got the bit of the path with the snow on it and it's really detailed and textured and then you can see the river in the background and then the, the hills are cloudy and this is a really nice image. I'm really pleased with this one. The middle gets a bit dull, low contrast, but the foreground makes up for it. The foreground is actually like half the image and then you've got the river there kind of supporting that background. And the clouds, yeah, it looks really good. I'm pleased with that one. And then I got some close-ups. I got one of the rocks with uh, the snow on it. I want to see what the well, I want to see what these lenses could do. Kind of zoomed in. I didn't put a border on it, but it still looks quite nice. You know, plenty of detail. Um, I can't really think of anything else to say for that one. I probably shouldn't have put that rock in the foreground or made a bit more of the foreground. But uh, yeah, this one doesn't suit the aspect ratio of two to three. It. Um, there's a lot of wasted space in the frame. And then I zoomed in and I tried to get some of the clouds moving in the background. These didn't work out quite so well because the contrast was just wrong. And the clouds look okay, but it wasn't, didn't get quite the look I was going for. I think with that I need to, I need it to probably be higher up, which I couldn't be because I was right on the top. And then we've got four images of the, the scene, the scene that you go there for. And these have come out, apart from a weird bit of editing in the sky there, what the hell happened there? These have come out really nice. So I've got the rocks on the right, the uh, valley on the left with the river snaking away. It's a, it's a classic shot, it's something that everybody goes and gets. And you know, the weather conditions weren't ideal and probably the wrong time of day, like I say, you probably better be in there uh, with the sun further over to the left rather than straight ahead as it was. Um, so I'll probably have to go back. I've got one landscape portrait, which is a lot better because it's a lot, I didn't put as much contrast into it. And this is the higher resolution scan. With the higher contrast one, there's a lot more grain. It's a lot more gross in the sky where there's highlight patches and some of the shadows are really dark. But with the next one, it's really, it's softer and it, it, it looks better. It just has more of a appealing thing. And then I got two where I zoomed in a little bit and I just cropped in on the rocks and the river and I waited for the sun. And this is the bit where I was really excited because the sun came out. And I've got two, one with the sun kind of on the middle ground and then one with the sun further back down the valley. And both of them are really good. Both got really nice light, both got really nice atmosphere and I cannot decide which one I like best. So I just put a, um, a border on both of them. I did forget to clean up some dust and marks on that one. And yeah, they just look really good. I'm just, I like flicking between them because looking at the textures on the landscapes and the differences in the light is just really good. So yeah, a good day out. An interesting time and Delta 400. I don't think it's one that I'll use again. I can't see anything in it that I can't get with a different film. But it was, it was interesting to use and it was exciting to go out and try it. Yeah, so let's see what this Delta 100 can do, see if that's any better. And for me, this is the end of the episode. So thank you for listening, and I'll see you again. Mm -hmm.
You have been listening to Tales from the Magic Box. Me and Dante would like to say a massive thank you to Mike Gutterman for lending us some of his music for the show. It really means a lot to us and it adds a whole other dimension to what would have been a pretty dull podcast otherwise. Also thank you to Kevin McLeod for his wonderful opening music and thank you to all you guys for listening. What do you think Dante? (laughs) Okay, I'll see you guys for the next one. Bye.